hello, hello, and welcome to TBH Beyond Borders podcast. This is episode three, and I'm here with Rohan Das from Kenya. Thank you so much for being here, Rohan. Thanks for having me, Mahershad. So, Rohan, you is from Kenya, but uh, your parents are Indian. Yes. Which is a very interesting combination, it but is, yet yeah. it's not a minority or a rare combination to That's find. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's a whole story behind this, yes. and there's a whole history behind how Indians came to be in Kenya. Right. Um, I think this was during the whole um, era where. British was ruling Kenya and they bought Indian engineers who yep. were building the railway. Yes. And they came into Kenya and uh, they built the East African Railway. Yes. Which was amazing because um, now it's still being used. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, good quality Indian things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not biased. But um, so, yeah, so they came, uh, they built it. Yep. And when India got independence, that yep. was way before Kenya got independence. Yeah. Um, so they were deciding whether I should go back to India or not. But right. some of them decided, you know what, I'm going to stay back. Right. And eventually became part of the community. Yep. And there's this huge Gujarati community That's in Kenya. Yes. And um, I know I used to enjoy Navratri. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's the Navratri, Navratri yes. period. Yeah. Yeah. So I used to love going there and learned a bit of Gujarati. Okay. Uh, the swear words were the most <laughs> common ones. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, just recently, actually, yeah. Indian community in Kenya were declared, uh, as, declared as one of the tribes. That's correct. Yeah, yes. yeah, and it was just amazing because yeah. we were like, oh, now we are just part of the yeah. community. That's an identity that has been attached. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, like, when when people say, like, my first time in uh, Australia, yeah. I had a Kenyan ID. Yeah. Went up to one of the clubs and I showed the Kenyan yeah. ID, and they're like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, Kenya, <laughs> and they're like, oh, you're not black. I'm like, right. ah. Yes, because I bleached my skin. <laughs> <laughs> also, because you have an Rohan is a is a very Indian name. It is. It because is it's a it's very Bollywood. Very Bollywood yeah, name. Yeah, very Bollywood yeah. name. Yeah. It's like I think there's a statistic that shows that 86 percent of all Hrithik Roshan films. Yeah, is Rohan. Rohan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It feels good though. He's yeah, he's yeah. an amazing actor. Yeah. 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 I think it, it's definitely a, a very Indian, but also very like very classy name. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, and also when it comes to Indians and Kenya. Um, it was recently, a lot of people might not know about um, the relationship between India and Kenya. Uh, obviously, people in Kenya know and people in India know. But recently, it was also immortalized uh, in the form of a Netflix series called Sacred Games. Yes. Where the yeah. entire season two revolves around this Indian uh, in Kenya and the business yeah. ru being run by Indians and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Nasruddin Siddiqui is one of the best, best. actors. Yeah. I yeah. love him. Yeah. Um, if he's ever watching this, <laughs> he's not. Give me a role. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to transition from um, from filmmaking and films and uh, depiction of Kenya in films yeah. um, to your role in filmmaking in Kenya. Yeah, yeah. So basically, you started off with. Uh, uh, what was what is now an NGO? Yeah. It used to be a group called um, Stand Up Shoutout. Yes, yes, yes. So I remember when I was in high school, I used yeah. to love editing and and doing a bit of um, you know movie making. Yeah. Uh, go to Windows Movie Maker. Yeah, right. And have that watermark all the time down <laughs> yeah, there. It's yeah. just like that's how I started. Yeah. And um, so I went up to this guy. His name was Peter Mall. At yeah. that point, he had a very big ambition to start off this group, Stand Up Shoutout, right. um, just to help. Uh, young people be involved in anti-poaching, um, you know, campaigns right. and just get to know what poaching is all about, how dangerous it is to the economy. Because yeah. as you know, Kenya largely depends on, on tourism, tourism yes. as part of their uh, income. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and not only that, just to bring people closer and like have, have like, um, like, an like an fun time right, yeah, right. Uh, together as yeah. kids. 
So um, I went up to him. I'm like, look, I have never edited before yeah. like for a big thing. Yeah. But I do want to do it, and I want to do it with you. Correct. If you think it's a good idea, I can be come on board. Yeah. Stand up shout out. Yeah. And we can do a music video. Right. He always wanted to do one. Yeah. And how old were you at this point? I think I was around 14 or 15. I'm not wow. too sure. It was pretty yeah. young. And um, hormones running yeah, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Beside that, yeah. um, I, I really was ambi ambitious about movie edi uh, video editing yeah. and making movies. Right. Like that was like my passion. I'm like, yeah. oh, I want to do this as a future. Well, that didn't, as you know, that yeah. didn't end we'll up come as back, future. Like how, yeah. we'll, we'll come back later. But um, at that point, I really wanted to do this. Yeah. So, so we got a team of uh, individuals who were passionate about this yeah. and we got a singer from America his name is Carter Harold okay. you can actually check his YouTube videos he does covers and stuff yeah. and he's like oh we're gonna we're gonna sing for you and I'm gonna make a music video a music uh, like, for your video right and I was like oh that is so sweet of you <laughs> and um, so we started shooting we um, we didn't get even permits from the city because in Kenya to shoot you need permits, permits right. so we were really scared that the, they might find out and they might confiscate right, right. my gears but we we still went there and we shot this amateur movie yeah and combined it and we released it during one of the conferences that we had for stand up shadow right and the video is called generation of light so you can definitely go up that's also the song that it's it's the song too right. And it just got stand up, <laughs> shut up. So you basically made yeah. this song uh, and then uh, you made a movie around it. Yeah, yeah. And it's basically, um, it, it's awareness about, about anti-poaching. Anti-poaching right. campaign. So, so yeah. the movie does tell a story of a guy yeah. who's been, um, he's, he's like the odd one out, like the black sheep. Right. And if you watch the full video, yeah. he's like always been set aside by community. Yeah. But then he watches a news documentary about anti-poaching and he's really distressed about it. Right, right. And uh, he just says, I need to make a change. Yeah. And that's where Generation of Light comes in. Right. So Generation of Light means we, wanna, we want the future generation to be you know, shining and right, be bright right, and right. know like, yeah. okay, Let's make a stand. Yeah. And he's doing a great job right now, and it's, it's, it's an NGO. And so Peter Mole, the Peter Mole, yes. too. Too. Oh, too, okay. Two. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, so he's doing a great job, and he's uh, now running the NGO. Yeah. Um, it's now clubs in high schools, okay. and I think university has adopted as a club. I'm not too sure about that, but it's, it's doing really well. Yeah, yeah. And I would love, I haven't been to Kenya in a while, but... Um, if I go back, I would love to see how right. this goes. And something like, that you started out as as kids coming together, yeah, yeah. something out of creative passion exactly. has now become exactly. a big NGO, yeah. which is really nice. Yeah. And uh, also the thing that you mentioned about poaching in Kenya, because yeah. Kenya relies a lot on tourism. Yeah. It's the same analogy of, of, a, of a golden goose or a golden exactly, chicken that's yeah. laying golden eggs. Yeah. You know, you don't kill the chicken. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, that's also interesting that you're um, you're passionate about filmmaking. Yeah. Is that um, right now you're currently doing research? Yes, I'm doing research. In cancer. Yeah, in in the field of oncology, right. you can say yes. Right. So, so my research currently, and yeah. it, it was big. Um, getting into this is just a blessing. I had recently a lot of things happening. I yeah. had an accident. I was in the hospital. So like. All this really affected my research, but yeah. I'm really glad I'm over the top now. Right. Like everything's yeah. like normal. Yeah. But uh, my team that I work with are really dedicated 
really experienced. Yeah. They've been doing it a longer time than me. And they, like, they're really helpful in helping me know what I'm doing Got in it. my research. Yes. And so basically what happens is when we have cancer, yep. we, in our body, we have two types of cells. Yep. One is the cancer cell. One is the normal cell. Correct. You're a microbiologist. You should know this. Why <laughs> yeah. am I telling you? No, it's okay. Explain yeah. it to me. <laughs> so with a cancer cell, yeah. um, there's a different way that that cancer cell is healed so it can multiply. Yeah. So it, it's the same thing. It's like the whole healing process. And um, like how a normal cell, when it gets damaged, gets repaired and then, you know, yeah. uh, multiplies. Yeah. Same thing happens with the cancer cell. Correct. But what we did was look at uh, the mechanism and how this cancer cell works yeah. and we d we saw that there's a there's an enzyme called PARP enzyme which repairs these cancer cells right so what we are doing is using computational models yep. to design like a chemical yep. that can inhibit this pop right so in theory what it should do yeah. is Stop, stop that cancer up. cell from yeah exactly from exactly. repairing yes and as you know when something stops repairing in our body we have this automatic process called apoptosis right to get rid of it to get rid of it right. and so that does two things one it's a cheaper way okay than chemotherapy less dangerous as less well. evasive yes. yeah and the second way it uh, like second good thing about it yeah. is that it only affects cancer cells, not the normal cells, right. because normal cells don't have pop enzyme. Right, so let me simplify and do correct yeah. me if I'm going wrong. So basically with cancer, what happens is that it has a healing or a reparation process where it's a bit different than yes. normal cells. That's why it's, it leads to formation of tumors, yeah. things like that. The healing or the reparation stage uh, has an involvement of a pop enzyme. Yep. If right. you make something that basically cuts off pop enzyme, the reparation thing that basically distinguishes cancer as cancer yeah. will not happen. Exactly. And then you get rid of the tumor. Yeah, in theory. In theory. We, in theory. we still have to do a lot of tests. But that's, that's amazing. That's, that's, that's amazing, amazing. Yeah. 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 Wow, you know it now. Come on, <laughs> come on board, Mahershad. Yes. Yeah. I would love to. Why are you doing the uh, TBH Beyond Borders? Yeah. Come and do my research. <laughs> but this is, this is really interesting because even if uh, the prospects of it if you know if it goes to clinical trials and if it works out yeah. it just it's, it's so much better of a technique so much cleaner of a technique exactly, than, yeah. and the things that we have going on currently so That's i, I really yeah. i really hope like personally I, I really hope that this works out because yeah. you spoke about it here in the early stages yeah so, this so when i become big you know yeah. that it was it started who <laughs> put me on the top yeah it was his show so yeah this is this is really yeah. cool all the work that you're doing and, and what is really fascinating and this is something that I personally relate to is is that your academic interest is in science, medicine, yeah. um, molecular biology, yeah. cells yeah, um, and you have an inherent passion since childhood for film, yeah. video making and editing and I think that's that's a combination that that I've rarely seen, but it's also a combination that I personally find in myself. Yeah. And I always got a lot of um, doubts regarding how I could be interested in two things that are so yeah. so dissimilar. So growing up, when you had passion for science, medicine, and also creative pursuits like filmmaking, yeah. how did that go? Did people get that quickly, or? the questions well well i'm grateful that my parents were like really supportive yeah. about this and like they were like just see where your passion lies and yep. like go about that yeah that is why i did actor prepares which was That's in mobile. that was my next segue yeah. yeah yeah so that is where i was like i told my dad look i don't want to take this um option out i don't i want to be 
I want to do acting and yeah. see how where it takes me. Yeah, yeah. You know, get a Bollywood movie right. or Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Uh, but yeah, once um, I do this and yeah. I know this is not for me and I can then move on to something right. else. You want to eradicate the option but yeah. for you to know that this is not for yeah, you. Exactly. Not to first try it out. Yeah, I didn't want to regret it later down That's the correct. line. That's I was correct. like, oh, I never tried it. Yeah. So I went up, I joined Actor Prepares. Yeah. Uh, from care. Care. yeah. So for non-Indian, non-Kenyan, yeah. non-Bollywood fans, yeah. um, Anupam Kher is this legendary actor. He's worked in around thousands of movies. He's just this evergreen actor. He is. Yeah. He's very experienced. And his recent movie would be Hotel Mumbai, yeah. Yeah. which is one of the Australian mm. movies. That's correct. And yeah. uh, you might have also seen him as the father of the protagonist, um, Kumail Lanjiani, in the Oscar-winning yes. film, yeah. uh, The Big Sick. Yeah, so it was it's really good that yeah. he was my mentor and yeah, he taught yeah. me acting. And uh, I became very dramatic after <laughs> that, you okay. know? Yeah. More dramatic than what <laughs> yeah. I am right now. Uh, so it was, it was really good. Um, the people I worked with yeah. in the school got good opportunities. Right. I know one of the person's name is Thirath and yeah. he's done a movie now. Yeah, it's and coming on Netflix yeah, soon. I'm yeah. sure he's he's listening to this. Yeah. If he's ever seeing this, dude, I'm so proud of you. Also, give him a role. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, give me a role. <laughs> you know, I, this is, it took me such a long time to come here, you know? Bunch of emails and so, no, just kidding. So basically, uh, how old were you when you started um, Actors Prepares? I think I, at that point I was like right after my um, filmmaking with uh, stand-up oh, setup. Okay. So, so I used to call it Suso. Right. Yeah. Right, in yeah, in yeah, short form. Yeah. Uh, kind of. It's a weird name, yeah, but yeah. I loved that name. It's a mouthful. Yeah, stand-up yeah, shout out. Yeah. yeah Suso. Suso. So I worked for Suso. Yeah. yeah. So after that I was like, okay, let me let me try this career out. Yeah. And went to Mumbai, did this, and I loved it actually. It was really good. Um, he showed us how to be very emotional, yeah. bring out that emotions in movies because yeah. it's that's one of the most difficult parts. Right, yeah. He said anyone can put like glycerin in your eyes and cry, yeah. but it, it, you have to bring it out yeah. so it looks yeah. natural. And he, he was a really good actor. Mm. He made me cry. <laughs> like that, that's, okay. that's what I can yeah. tell you. And um, I really loved that. Got a certificate from his yeah, actor yeah. prepare school. Uh, hoping to have a Bollywood movie. <laughs> and it's also, it's uh, it's fascinating that only in acting school can you come home and say, hey mom, I cried today, today was a great day. Yeah. Like, it's the only place where you can cry and that yeah. was the great day. Exactly. Yeah. I think like my mom was like, she was really happy that I was yeah, doing yeah. this. He lo she loves Anupam Kher. Of course, yeah. So during my graduation, like she was there. And okay. Like, oh, Anupam Kher. So yes. you went to Mumbai for this particular course. So. Yeah. As someone who's lived with Indian parents, however, not in India, so you're familiar with the Indian culture, but you haven't experienced it firsthand by living in India. Yes. So how was going to India? Like, like you've, it's almost like the analogy I think of is this something that you've seen in a dream because you've yeah. like brought up with this culture, but you've never had a city show you that. Yeah, yeah. So well, how was Mumbai? Uh, Mumbai is an amazing city. Yeah. It's filled with amazing people. It is. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, and uh, also amazing street food. Yeah. Um, and going to Mumbai, I remember when I first touched down, yeah. the airport's marvelous. Like yeah. airports is the most amazing airport actually yeah. in the world. I, I believe so. And I came out. I'm like, oh, finally in India. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, always have that NRI feel. Like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. An NRI. Yeah. But now you, now you're in India. Yeah, so yeah. So like, yeah, and and it, it's pretty good because. I used to blend in pretty well with the crowd. Yeah. So no one knew 
Yeah. Uh, I'm not from India. That's good. I knew yeah. Hindi yeah. Uh, and everything else. So, but my Hindi, sometimes some accents used to come out that's and they'll correct. be like, oh, 200 rupees, not 100 <laughs> for you. So that, that's how yeah. it worked out. But other than that, I loved it. Yeah. I loved living in Mumbai. I loved the culture there. Yeah. The city is beautiful. Um, I think that is one of my most experience, like one of the best experience I've ever had. Yeah. Um, I used to live uh, at a hotel in Bandra actually. Okay, okay. And it was pretty cheap. Yeah, that's why yeah, I lived yeah. in a hotel. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's what I like about India. Yeah. Things are so cheap yeah. and you can do so many things. There's yeah, so much it's to very, do. Um, I know it's, 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 pop, it's populated and things like that. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a hard, it's, a, it's like, it's a hard life. Yeah. It's like where, it's like the hustle and the bustle and it's, it's very overwhelming at times. Yeah. But like, it's very livable. It is, it yeah. is, it is. And I, I know on the flight to India, I was yeah. watching this movie called Swadesh. Of course. Yeah, of course. And you know the You know song. why I relate to this? Yeah. Is that when I went to India, yeah. after uh, like I studying here, yeah. that was the film that I was seeing on the plane. Uh, it's, well, it's a classic. Aren't we the same? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because again, like a lot of people might not know this. Swadesh is basically a film about this Indian who is a NASA astronaut or a NASA engineer yeah. in the US, and he's going back to his country after years. So that's why yeah, it's a, it's that a choice was, of film. It, it was really good. Yeah, I, yeah. I loved it. And I was like, now, now, like when I watched it, I was yeah. like, this is so crazy. Why would he cry? Like, why <laughs> yeah. did he miss his homeland? And then two seconds yeah, later. Yeah, two seconds, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I wish Anupamkar was there to see this. <laughs> so coming from Mumbai, so you, from Kenya, we've gone to Mumbai. We've spoken yeah. about your Mumbai experiences. Yeah. Now let's come to you coming to Australia. Yeah. So how was your experience being an international student in Australia? Oh, I, I remember when I came here, I was an international student. And uh, I first thing I landed in the airport, yeah. um, I went up to the immigration counter, gave my passport. Yeah. And he's like, oh, how you going, mate? Welcome to Australia. Yeah. And I was like, sorry. <laughs> All right. And he was like, how are you going? And I'm like, oh, so there's like a car waiting outside for me. And I'm gonna travel home using that car. Ah, so I didn't know like how you're going. It's right, like how you doing. So that was right, like my right. first culture shock. Yeah, and I was like, mm, okay, I get. I need to know these yeah, Australian yeah, slang. Yeah, but yeah. like, I made some amazing Aussie friends, yes. and they taught me a lot yeah. of uh, Australian yeah. uh, slangs. I know some of my team who will come later on the show yes, will yes. will tell you what they've learned. Yes, yes. Well, I'm sure they will. And uh, another thing that I really like about Australian slang is like a lot of people use no worries, like very yeah, commonly. No worries. And it's amazing. It's so optimistic. Like we all have worries and yeah, yet we're yeah. all blatantly <laughs> lying about no, having no, no not worries. Not even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so really, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's also this yeah, nah. I'm like, so yes. make up your mind. Yes. Like, yes or no. So I have a formula. So it's like a formula I have in mind is that if, if someone says yeah, 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 but ends on a nah, the cumulative answer is no. Yeah. But and if it's a na 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 yeah, the cumulative answer is an is a yes. So it's basically the the, the solution to it is yeah. basically whatever the the last word was. Yeah. So no matter how many yas and nas are there, <laughs> whatever the last word is, that's the answer. That's the answer. Yeah. Okay. That's, no. the, that's a cheat see, code. See, yeah. we learn everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every day we learn a new yeah. thing. Yeah. So uh, as a student, um, did you find it hard to to blend in and in well, your academics? Well, yeah. I mean. Compared to Kenya, um, academics was pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, I, I learned in a British school, which is like, uh, which pretty much the British curriculum right. and ev everything was uh, from the UK. Yeah. So, so it not much of a difference. Not much of a difference. That's correct. But the thing that I think the social 
kind of social so, socially being accepted yeah. was a challenge at first. Yeah. Because um, I don't know like what people it, coming from Kenya, we are very like upfront about things. If you don't like right. it, we right. don't like it. Right. And we say it. Yeah. But people here like they there's a lot of so feelings. Very polite, polite. Yeah, society. very polite. Yeah. So getting around that was the issue at first, but then eventually I understood well. Okay. I'm not in Kenya anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so I eventually understood yeah. that, and I made amazing friends, yeah. and they 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 love Kenya. I taught them Kiswahili, which is the language of yes. Kenya. Yes. And every time I call one of my friends, yeah, and she always speaks to me in Kiswahili, and she's an Aussie born from Tasmania. Wow. Her name's okay. Alicia. Okay. And like she teaches me some of the. Kenyan words that I don't know. Okay. I'm like, where, where did you learn that? She's like, oh, Google. <laughs> so, so I mean, yeah. yeah, I love the way that they accepted me yeah, and yeah. like how um, we share each other's culture. Yeah. And like, I've been here for a very long time now, yeah. and like, even my accents change a little. Yes. You know, when yeah. I go back home, they're like, oh, look at you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't do anything, yeah. mate. <laughs> So um, speaking about you being a student, yourself, yeah. you've actually taken that a step forward. Yeah. You've not only made, um, uh, you've, you've not only been comfortable in, in, as a student here, yeah. um, despite culture shocks, yeah. despite initial discomfort in settling in, yeah. but you've also actually gone a little bit forward and you've started uh, an initiative along with some other great students yeah. called Youth Lab. Exactly, so Youth Lab. Yeah, so, oh. how, so we want to talk about Youth Lab and uh, it's something that really fascinates me. Yeah. And, um, I'm very glad that we're actually joined by a fellow fellow co-founders yeah. of Youth Lab. Yeah. So we'll join you with um, along with the Youth Lab yeah. members. I'm great. I'm I'm sure you'll have a great time with yes. them. They're amazing guys. Yeah. After this video. Hi guys, we are beyond excited to let you know we've created a non-for-profit organization called Youth Lab Initiative, supported by Study Gold Coast. YL Initiative supports upcoming youth by providing leadership opportunities, promoting higher education, and supporting youth in embracing one's culture and true identity. And for those of you that are unsure about what you want to do, you can come along, meet different people from different schools, make friends, and help develop your future together. Our goal is to create a series of workshops and networking events which connect high school students to university students, as well as industry professionals. By this, they will gain mentors that give them guidance throughout their entire journey into university. We all come from different cultural backgrounds and we study different degrees in university. But collectively, what drew us closer was our passion for young students, especially students that are facing difficulties. That is why this year, we've planned some initiatives and collaboration just for you. So we're back and we're here with the co-founders of Youth Lab Initiative. Um, so guys, I want to start with how did this all just come about? Um, so Youth Lab came uh, when us three and the rest of our founders were yep. selected to be part of the Mayor Student Ambassador Program. Right. Um, so from that um, organization, we had to come up with a, a non-for-profit. Yep. So Youth Lab was um, established this year um, through that program, yeah. Okay. And that's really interesting that uh, all three of you are members of the Ambassador Program for Gold Coast. Uh, because everyone of us here who work at the podcast and a lot of our guests are also past ambassadors of the Brisbane's uh, Lord Mayor Ambassador Program. So that's really interesting that um, this is like a culmination of two programs or two ventures 
that have all come together because of ambassador programs in different cities, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. really good, yeah. yeah. And going forward, um, what are the kind of things that, as Youth Lab, you see in the future for the venture that you've started? Well, we started with a passion yeah. for young people, okay. and that's what our video basically says. Yeah. And we do see it moving forward and growing. Yeah. We want to start Youth Lab in many different cities. Currently, we're in the Gold Coast. Yeah. But that's why we called it Youth Lab Initiative. Right. So it's an initiative in different subsections. So yeah. it could be to do with uh, high school students, university students, yeah. or TAFE students, yeah. like different kind of initiatives we're going to do. So we see it being uh, built in that way right. and growing in that way yeah. in the future. So you want to branch out, have extensions exactly. of this program. Exactly. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. 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 And uh, when you come together as founders to make this, um, Every one of you obviously are studying in different fields. Uh, what your role is or what you contribute to this venture is also not um, what you necessarily study in your academic front. Like for example, you're doing research in oncology yeah. and yet you're handling communications. With Georgia, it's uh, osteo, uh, <laughs> osteopathy. osteopathy. <laughs> and you're doing social media and marketing and Ritesh is studying law and then you're handling business and yeah. um, help, helping um, uh, Rohan with communications. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's really, um, it, I, I really like how it uh, focuses on how um, we all as students, as international students and domestic students, we have different skill sets. And some of them are also highlighted in passion projects or other projects that we do that don't necessarily cover up in academics. So how, how does this, um, as co-founders, how does it feel to have this diverse skill set, not only based on different cultures, but also different academic and personal and professional um, strengths? I think it's like it's great how like since we all have different skill sets, we yeah. were able to come together yeah. with mm -hmm. a common cause, yeah. and then from there we branched out to see what difference we can make in our communities. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like that was a good stepping stone for the vision that we have for yeah. this not-for-profit. Yeah. And so um, when we started, we really wanted to focus on indigenous students yeah. um, because previously we had an indigenous uh, ambassador yes. and then she had to step aside. But um, we wanted to carry forward with that idea. Yeah. And so we started with indigenous students and then we branched to high school students in general. Yeah. And then now we want to expand a little bit more to target even university students. Yeah. And then what Rohan said earlier, yeah. um, branch it out to different uh, institutions and yeah. then see where it goes. Yeah. yeah. And obviously as co-founders, uh, there's an obvious uh, bonding between you all, which also makes, <laughs> <laughs> which also makes this whole uh, yeah. initiative really um, interesting, but also yeah. makes it uh, successful because yeah. the co-founders are so in sync. Exactly. So how did, uh, like what, what's with your bonding, how did you all, all start or meet and come together to collaborate on this project? Well, I think we all met during the May Ambassador, Ambassador program. Right. Yeah. But I remember yeah. the first day we were just pretty new. We were sitting at different tables. Yeah. We were pretty shy <laughs> to even engage with each other. <laughs> but uh, as time grew, we got to know each other. Yeah. There have been a couple of, uh, there's so many things that has happened. Right. There have been, uh, times where there was really hard to like carry out some programs. Yeah, yeah. There've been very good bonding sessions. Yeah. There've been heartbreaks. Yeah. There've been so <laughs> many. Because uh, that's, that's the experience. Like when people start, when you start a project or even with startups, like it's important for the audience to remember that you are doing all of this while also studying mm. and might also be working part-time as international students do and domestic students have to. Yeah. So this is, it's, um, it's really interesting that all of that 
plus this added um, new venture. So I, I understand that it must have been a bit challenging. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like the good thing about what Rohan said as well is that like if there's team dynamics during yeah. the starting phases, yeah. then you can see the startup going uh, and growing, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I feel like since we started off with a good team dynamic, yeah. having a good understanding of each other's schedules, what each of us was going through individually, mm. um, that allowed us to like grow within right. the eight month period. Yeah. And then now here we are. Right? But yeah. I think even as founders, firstly, yeah. we are friends. Yeah. And, yes. you know, yeah. without that friendship, you know, the team wouldn't be cohesive. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm happy to say that I've made some lifelong friends, <laughs> yeah. including our other two founders. Yeah. Um, but it's nice to be able to come together and, you know, have those really funny, vibrant moments. Yeah. Um, but then kind of come back down to the yeah. serious yeah. of, okay, well, what's happening with our next yeah. project? Where are we going with this? So, so speaking yeah. of um, your eight months with this venture, so um, I would love for the audience to know a little bit more about um, what Youth Lab has done and what it does for them to get involved into. So, uh, yeah, I'll touch on that one. <laughs> um, so we've, uh, we had our first event uh, on the 2nd of September, yep. and that was in partnership with A Mentoring, which is a big organization yep. um, that helps with Indigenous and Torres Strait Islander kids. Yes. So mm -hmm. they go into the schools and they'll spend a whole day session with them. Yep. Um, so we got to be in partnership and run a bit of a session at the end. Yep. So we brought in um, a speaker, Lockie Smart, and he came and talked to the kids. We also did some fun activities yep. to lift their spirits yep. and um, get our name out there, which yep. was yep. really good. Yep. Um, and then in terms of upcoming events, we have one on the 30th of October in Southport. Yep. And that's actually in collaboration with another organization from the MSA program, SOFI. Yep. Um, so we're very excited for that one. Yep. We have an interstate speaker coming, Josh Farr. So yeah, it should be, should be a really good event. Yeah. yeah, and definitely I would encourage everyone who's listening to, to get more involved and to attend um, not only the next event, but also all the consequent events that come ahead. Um, before we end this segment, I want to touch upon something that uh, I spoke with Rohan earlier, which is slangs. <laughs> <laughs> so because um, Rohan, me, and even Pratesh yeah. would understand that we, when you come to a new culture, you come to a new country, there are obviously some cultural <laughs> shocks that you get, yeah. some misadventures <laughs> with slangs that you have. Yeah. So I want to talk to you about that. I think the best person to talk about slang is Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let her do the talking right here. It, it's actually quite funny. So obviously both of the guys being um, from, uh, you know, international countries, yeah. I thought, well, you know, what better way to get them um, into the Australian spirit is with some slang. Right. So right. I think I spent about what <laughs> half an hour with yeah. Pratesh running more, through, yeah. um, running through <laughs> some slang words. So we've got, um, you know, I reckon. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. He can't master it yet. Yeah, he's yeah, he's terrible. Actually, I revealed a, yeah. a, a solution or a cheat code earlier in the podcast. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think that might help. I think that'll be helpful. <laughs> yeah. What else we got? Bob's your uncle. But, yeah, you didn't. You didn't no, get that. No, I'm one. getting there. I'm getting there. But I love it because he'll try to, you know, interject them into conversation. Right. <laughs> Yeah. And because I taught him, <laughs> I pick it up every time. <laughs> and all I gotta do is be like, yeah, yeah, like you got it. But Georgia can give me credit. I got, uh, I reckon, pretty, pretty on mm. the dot now. Yeah. So like any event that we go to, like when I'm talking to someone from Australia, I'd be like, yeah, I reckon. And then I just like casually put in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. I feel like good yeah. internally. Like I know I've said it right. And then they're not like criticizing anything. Yeah. So I know they're 
they, like, they yeah. didn't notice that it was like an outlier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's pretty seamless at this yeah. point. Yeah. So I'm like pretty excited to go back home to Canada and then um, use this flying over there yeah. and then see what everyone's reaction is back home because then it's going to be a big, big difference. Yeah. And what, what other slangs have you learned, Rohan? Oh, um, I think uh, that's it. And, and they've been like Sheila. Sheila. Yeah, Sheila's a slang, right? Yeah. 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 Do you know what no, Sheila is? No. Oh, Sheila is him? just, I think, because in like America and, yeah. and it's actually a name. Yeah, yeah. So for here, it just means a girl. Or, oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Exactly. She, like, like, like she's an Indian a, name. Yeah, it's <laughs> Indian name. Yeah. So I've learned Sheila, then uh, Larrikin, which is like a uh, mischievous kid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like a funny person. A funny yeah. person, yeah. So, bloke. Which oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So these are like I'm yeah. still learning. And yeah. like it's always like this a is, learning phase. This is me. like the, the 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 great part about like working in a diverse group is yeah. that there's so much <laughs> cultural interchange, exactly. and it's really good that y'all are friends as well as co-founders. Mm -hmm. I think that really is is what defines Youth Lab Initiative as something that really will go on to do great things, mm -hmm. because not only y'all love the work that you do also love the people that you work with yeah. Yeah. so i think that's really great yeah. um so that was it for tbhb on this podcast thank you so much all of you for being here uh, i really appreciate yeah, this you. and uh, i i highly encourage everyone to go check out youth lab initiative the things that they do and the links will obviously be in the description and uh, thanks so much for watching we'll see you for the next one thanks Make out, make out.